0: Today on the breakdown. The main event is just finishing up as we record this, and we just cannot help ourselves. We have to talk about a few hands from the main event. Not that we played, but that these players have played. Some of the biggest hands, the most interesting hands, we're going to break them down right now, including that Sam Greenwood hand that everyone's asking about. We're going to do it right now on the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: Hey, yeah, so a little inside baseball here. This is uh, our first podcast recording for a while. Oh, yeah, pre World World Series. Yeah, we went to the World Series for about five weeks and we, you know, stocked up and did all of our podcasts before then to, to make sure all you wonderful people got to hear them every week, even though we were busy grinding. Yeah, and now we're back, and well, uh, rusty. This is like the longest break I've ever had from podcasting. I think because we often bring our equipment when we go to the series and do podcasts there. This year we True. didn't focus on poker. That didn't go well. That was that was a mistake. Worse for one of us. Than yeah, for the I other had a bad. One. I had my worst summer ever. Yeah, um, it was bad. Yeah, but I'm fine. Nobody needs to worry about good old Grant Dennison. <laughs> no one is. He's gonna be fine. Just you know, capped off running kings into aces in the main event. It was fun anyway. We're not here to talk about your No. But I'm trying to apologize to the listeners about how terrible we're going to be. I'm going to be
0: great. I feel completely on point, focused. I've slept well. Yeah, but you I ate some fruit this morning. I worked out yesterday. I'm ready to go. Let's pod. All right, let's pod. Let's see if we can handle a pod or two. This is this is um we may do two hands in this pod, not just one. I think we're going to do two hands. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see how long the first one. I think takes. they're going to be. T- I mean, the second one's not going to take that long, no matter what. We'll see. I'm ready. I've got. I'm ready to start defending this play because someone has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll see. see. But we'll start. Let's start with the Greenwood hand because that's the one a lot of people asked about.
1: Yeah, a lot of people want to know about the Sam Greenwood hand. Everybody knows who Sam Greenwood is. Who watches poker? He. Was uh, doing quite well in the main event, day six, and mm. the field was scared, I'm sure. You don't want Sam Greenwood in the main event. I was
0: excited. I was really hoping he was going to. Uh, yeah,
1: make a there big was run. a moment where there was Sam Greenwood, Alex Foxen, and Antonio Esfandiari all had reasonable stacks, so pretty, pretty deep. Jake Schindler was still in, and so was, as he still is, yeah. Dario San Martino. Right, and that's like, wow, one of these really good players could really make the final table. And Oh, yeah, maybe just, multiple. Just Dario did. Yeah. How amazing would it have been for poker if Antonio Fondiari made the final table? That would have been the best. Would have been a big deal. Yeah, that would have been great. Not quite as big as that almost Negrani I final table. This is the McKeon year. I was just thinking about that. He finished 10th, right? Man, that was... 10th? Yeah. Woo! So close. Anyway, let's talk about Sam Greenwood, who yeah. is not as charismatic or fun as Antonio Fondiari, but probably better at No Limit Tournament Poker. I would say is the general consensus these days. Okay. Um, anyway, they're all very good. This hand was suggested by Mark Testart. Yep. Alex Trembath uh-huh. and Fred Gonzalez. So Fred, good oh. job. You got in with some elites. Fred Gonzalez. Welcome to the team. Yeah. You suggested along with the elites. That's good. Testart and Trembath are some serious players, man. Yeah. Those guys can got game. <laughs> Those guys have been around for a while. Yep. Of they... course, Fred and Mark and Alex all suggested on Twitter. We're the poker guys on Twitter. We've been tweeting a little bit about the main event.
0: Yep. Um, By the time you hear this, that will finish.
1: Yeah, we won't be tweeting about it.
0: This will f- be a week later. Six days
1: after yeah. it ends. But, you know, life is life.
0: Yep. To give everyone a sense of exactly when this is, too, we're going to the final day. It's Tuesday. So we're go- tonight is when they're going to finish. There's three players left. Dario, Ensan, and Livingston. Yep. So, but we're going we're to talk about, uh, maybe talk about Livingston today, even. But let's get to the Greenwood Hand.
1: I'm ready. Okay. So the blinds are 125K and 250K. We are day six. We're getting real close to the real stuff. How many players are left? That I don't know the answer to. It's a really important thing. I mean, it's... Come on. How important is it really? It's really important. I'll find out what you tell us. The money jumps aren't that big at this point comparatively. It's like there's like four to six tables. Four to six tables left. I mean, what what else do you need to know? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Seriously though, why is it so important? It's going to... Because of this, the ultimate stakes of all this, like, Sam who plays a pot
0: for a huge pot where he's the best player left, probably, except maybe Alex Fox. And if there's... I think it's a big difference between if there's seven tables left or if there's, you know, four short tables left or something like that. It feels like a big difference. I'm going to find out. You do your thing. Don't get
1: in my face. Okay, go ahead. Find out. You can find out on Poker News Payouts. Uh, so, Timothy Sue, who is the chip leader of the tournament at the time, I believe... With 29 million in chips at the 250K big blind level. So he's got over 100 big blinds. Day six of the main event, that must have felt pretty good. Mm. He has 910 of clubs in the cutoff. He's gonna open to 500K. Greenwood is in the big blind with 16 million. So he's got quite a few chips himself. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. And he has two aces Ace of Hearts, Ace of Clubs. Do you think there's an argument for flatting here just to protect your big blind calling range? Or is it just too big of a spot? to ever consider flatting aces
0: okay well first of all there's absolutely an argument for it and you made the argument right yeah. to protect your big blind flatting range also you're already isolated you know you're closing the action you don't have to worry about playing three ways or anything like that um i think there's a very i mean how how deep is sam as the effective stack he's pretty deep he's got 16 million at 250k big blind right so that's not bad at all right that's uh what do we got there four oh yeah 40 60 blinds yeah Okay. I like a three, bet when you're 60 blinds deep against a lot of players and Sue and Sue, by the way, is a very like, he's a cash game player. He's is the chip leader. He's going to be a little more apt to call. He's in position. I don't know. I I like a three bet. I think it's fine to call sometimes, but I think overall, I like a three bet against a guy like this. Who's
1: going to, you know, get in there a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think a three bet is pretty standard. It's just like people don't, 3-bet out of the big blind that much these days. Um, they
0: don't do it very much when when there's no one else in the hand. By the way, there's 45 players left as we're doing this.
1: Okay, 45 players. So I was pretty close. Five tables. Yeah, I said four to six. Yep. That's pretty sweet. So now we know. All right, so what size do you want to make it if you're going to 3-bet? Um, I think something like
0: 2.1 million sounds about right to me. So you're just going to 4x? Yeah, because he made a five hundred K, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, a little more than four X. Yeah. Sounds fine. What size would you make it with Ace King? Is it the same size? Yeah. Okay. Greenwood goes two point five. Yeah, Greenwood went bigger. I think it's I think he knows something about Sue and that's why he's going so big here. I think five X out of the big blind might be kinda standard these days, especially over a min raise versus like a bigger raise. Why? This is what I've been seeing when I see people raise these days. Oh, okay. You're saying standard, right? Yeah. Do you think it's better than like
0: four point two? I haven't thought about it in depth. Um I feel like four point two gets a, almost the same amount of folds as a five x raise.
1: I think it's not about getting folds. I think it's about getting value. I think more. four point.
0: Okay, I mean, I feel like when you make when you go really big, it does polarize you a little bit. But got some maybe maybe Sam saw like Sue going after guys when they had like bigger sizing or something like that on three bets. Um, but I if one of the things we want to do is induce a four bet sometimes, right? And I I just feel like. Five, you know, the bigger you make it, the harder it is to induce a 4-bet against most players anyway, against the general population.
1: People don't 4-bet that much either these days, <laughs> it feels that like. That is true. You know, it's just hard to induce a 4-bet. That is absolutely right. Yeah, and part of that might be due to bigger 3-bet sizing becoming more in mm-hmm. vogue these days. Yeah,
0: it's more expensive, but it's a little scarier.
1: Like if you're Sue, is there a size that you're going to 4-bet ace-king? is there a size you mean like, like that greenwood chooses that makes you four bet ace king versus versus not forebetting betting yeah. it probably not yeah
0: no no I don't, I don't we're not trying to induce four bets i think from the super strong hands i think we're trying to induce four bets from the light hands um like the suited aces and stuff like that which we block of course but what are you gonna do uh like, right, we're, so like if- i feel like ace king may four bet almost no matter what or call almost no matter what depending on the player you know
1: what do you do with ace king if you're sue here we know he has 10 nine of clubs, but let's just do a little thought experiment. Yeah. If you're Sue here, what are you doing with ace king? And so Sam's got 60 blinds and Sue has how many blinds? He's got like 110. Okay.
0: Um, 120. If Sam has been three betting a lot in these kinds of spots, which is hard to even see. But, you know, if he's three-betting out of the big blind a lot, I'd be more inclined to four-bet. Otherwise, I'd just call a lot. I'm in position. I don't want to, like, I don't want to double up Sam and go down to less than, you know, yeah, it feels 50 like blinds. It's not that expensive is, to call.
1: It feels like 60 blinds is just too much. To, to get the, in yeah like and you can't really fold a few for i that.
0: mean against sam it's probably better to get in the 60 blinds than against some of the other players but still it feels like a lot he is raising out of the big blind which is he's, he's more polarized he than really normal. doesn't have
1: to raise out of the big blind right like yeah. he can
0: call with two eights, he can call with two jacks if he wants to yeah we don't love being up against those two hands anyway you know in terms of like playing a big flip we don't really want to flip right now like yeah. we like we just don't have to do any of that so i'm mostly calling and not re-raising ace king here i think yeah when we're this deep
1: that's how i feel also uh, if,
0: if Sam had thirty-five blinds, I'd be excited. To oh, it sure, in. of course. Even forty-five. All right.
1: So, what about go. real life? Nine ten of clubs. Is there any consideration of folding to this five X size?
0: I think so. I think the sizing actually makes me want to consider folding pretty strongly. It's a ten. We now it's a ten. We have to put in ten blinds, and Sam only started the hand with sixty. So Sam is now going to have a two and a half to one stack to pot ratio. We it's only not have to put awesome. In
1: eight more blinds, and we've already put in two. Okay,
0: that's fair. Yeah. So the but. Still, the sack to pot looms pretty large for a hand that almost never flops well enough yeah, I have nine, to go with. It is
1: too good to fold. You the sizing,
0: me? the sizing sucks, man. I mean, the size. This is this is one of the hands I think we should at least consider folding.
1: I mean, I think we're like. Folding Queen Jack off easily. Here. Of course we are, but nine ten yeah. suited is too many. Too many opportunities in position. Let's
0: figure out what we're What you want to call with? I say I, I probably would call this to in position. And when I'm also when you have this many chips as the chip leader, you can afford to put in eight blinds and have it not work out super right, well, so, which is nice. Because um, I think I'm calling two, but it makes me want to throw it away a lot more when he sizes it like like four xing, five xing. This is exactly the hand where he might actually like change my mind on this well, kind what of a about hand.
1: Pocket pairs. Like are we calling all pocket pairs? How could we? Yeah. We
0: put in eight to ultimately win. He only has 60, 40 million. At least 40 million, right?
1: Well, nobody has 40 million. That's that's too much. He would have 16 million.
0: 16 million. He's
1: made it 2.5 million. Right.
0: We have to put in another 2 million to win 16 plus the... F- Another million, 17 million, assuming we get all of it when we flop a set. Yeah. That's not good enough. So I don't think we can call. I don't think we should be calling with all tiny pocket pairs. What's the
1: worst pocket pair you call with? Sevens?
0: That's the number. That's exactly what I came up with. I think I'm throwing away sixes most of the time, unless Sam's constantly three betting. Okay. But I think, uh, great. we're not only just set mining with our pocket pairs. Yeah. But we want to have some hands that are going to win unimproved some of the time. And I guess you could argue that fours play the same as sevens here in a lot of ways. You know, the granted sevens get you a have to If you don't less. feel
1: like the implied odds are good enough, you just have to find a kind right. of an arbitrary place to cut it off.
0: Right, exactly. And sevens are going to win a little more than fours. And, you know, you beat sixes now and you beat fives and fours don't. That matters a tiny bit, too.
1: Greenwood's probably
0: not three-winning those games. Probably not. But he's Sam Greenwood. I also wouldn't have thought he was limping ace-queen suited with 11 blinds. That, you know, that hand did four-handed happen. Four-handed at the a- Triton or whatever. So... He does things that surprise us sometimes. And I don't know. I don't want to claim to know exactly what Sam Greenwood is doing. Yeah, I, I doing mean, at all especially
1: times. once once we saw that ace queen hand, we can't assume any sort of standard right. thought process for Sam Greenwood. Right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, let's see if I can find out what it was called because we did a podcast and video on it. Yeah, that, we did. That's a really it was, interesting. It,
0: I think I think I believe it was called. Okay, what the hell is Sam? That's we're right. Doing? It's called.
1: Okay, what the hell it is Sam? It just Sanford came out like two okay. weeks ago.
0: The video and the pod. Well, if you haven't seen ago. it
1: or listened to it, highly recommend that one. Yeah, it's great because it's some of those strangest decisions we've ever seen an elite player make. Yeah, and there and there's actually weird decisions from his opponent, Makita Badzikowski, as well. Just not as weird. Not nearly as weird. Yeah, it's just overall strange. All yeah. right, so let's get back to this hand though. Yeah. So, sevens plus, what's the worst unsuited hand you're calling with? Ace Queen? Yeah. That's exactly the hand. You're not calling King Queen?
0: Throwing out King Queen, I'm throwing out Ace Jack. Yeah. I feel like Ace Queen is just way too good and can't consider folding that, I think, especially Sam Greenwood, especially in position. All right, what's the
1: worst suited ace you're calling with?
0: I was going to say Ace 10, but I think it's Ace Jack.
1: Yeah. What's the worst suited one gapper you're calling with? King Jack? Or are you going lower queen 10 i'm
0: throwing out queen 10 i think i think it's king jack
1: okay and then suited connectors is the next question which it brings us to yeah the realm we're in uh i'm not calling seven eight
0: suited um i am calling i think jack 10 suited plus so you're not calling 9 10 i'm trying to figure that one out that's that's i'm not sure i think it's really
1: close i think i'm calling all those hands really i think i'm calling why them. because just because they're, they're just pretty too good they 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 flop so well. They don't flop very well
0: most of the time, actually.
1: I mean, you got to call eight nine suited plus. I feel.
0: I don't. I don't know if I agree with you, man. I understand that it's a good hand, but we have so we. I mean. Part of it comes down to really is like how many hands are we opening a suit, right? Like that's, that's the real question, which we're not answering here. Like what's our actual opening range? And then we cut down a lot of it and we want to keep some of it. And then you can sort of mat- almost mathematically figure out, in fact, exactly mathematically figure out like what you should be keeping, right? I mean, right? You,
1: you could do that. And I guess Sam Greenwood's the guy you should do that yeah. against. But for most spots in the main event, if it wasn't Sam Greenwood doing this, like are you calling more frequently if it's Darwin Moon who did this with the suit of connectors?
0: No, I'm folding more.
1: You're folding more because you think he's tighter range.
0: Right, and it's really hard with the stack-to-pot ratio as it's going to be. Okay, for me Jerry to really- Yang.
1: How about Jerry Yang? He would three-bet constantly.
0: Um, if But then I might be thinking about four-betting those super suited connectors, not necessarily calling with them. Like, if he's three-betting constantly, I just think he's going to fold a lot, and it's I think I win more by four-betting.
1: I think you over-adjust SPRs for cash games and, like, in tournaments, I think you can, you can call with worse SPRs in a lot of spots. But
0: let's look at the situation, okay? Yeah. So this exact situation, Sam makes it 2.5, right? Yeah. We, let's say we call with eight, nine, seven, eight of diamonds, right? Okay. That's the hand you said you are going to call. So now there's 5 million in there. Sam started the hand with 16. Now he has uh, 13 and a half. Yes. There's, how much should we say is in there? 5, five point, million. Five, 5 million plus, plus the ante, 5. 5.5. What? 5.3. Oh, 5.3. 5, fair enough, 5.3. Um, okay. Almost 5.4 with the uh, small blind in there. Uh, so Sam's and Sam's got like, uh, what do we say? 13 and a half. Yeah. The flop comes out. It is nine deuce deuce. You have nine, eight of diamonds. Let's say. Yeah. Okay. No diamonds. Sam bets 2 million. Call. You call. Turn is a six.
1: Yeah. What do you, what is your plan? What is your plan with tens?
0: Um, That's an interesting question and a fair question. Um, I think my plan is to call.
1: Yes. The the situation you described actually makes me want eight, nine suited more than tens in some ways. Like not, not actually, but (laughs) because (laughs) of outs, because the flop doesn't have to be nine deuce, deuce, right? Of course. There's a lot of other flops that you can have with eight, nine suited that are great. Mm -hmm. And with tens, like if Sam really has what he's repping, you really need to flop a set
0: um yeah that's true um uh, the other side of it uh when you have tens you're not losing the tens which is kind of nice you know what i mean again yeah. like tens is another hand you're now losing to but it's only one pip admittedly um over like nine eight and
1: greenwood might not be three betting tens every time out of the big blind
0: um right um okay Let's, let's play it out differently, though, because tens okay. have already have, like, solid value, right? Let's say the, there's a lot of other flops that are going to come out that are going to be, like, a little titchy for you, right? True. Like, where you flop middle pair, or you flop um, a weak draw, or you flop a strong draw. Let's say you flop a pretty good draw. You flop an open-ender. What does go with it mean?
1: I mean, here? you're raising and not folding. So
0: you're raising and praying Sam doesn't have what he's repping?
1: I mean, you're going to have some fold equity, obviously, against Sam's range. So sure. like I
0: said, yeah, you're going to pray. So what's I mean, the that's
1: the ideal outcome is him. him folding. Yeah. Well, actually the ideal outcome is him. not yeah. folding, And you and get, you get there. there. Yeah,
0: you're right. That's the best. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we want to be deeper for all these things because like we run out of space so quickly. Um,
1: I just don't think you're calling frequently enough when you open the cutoff against yeah. a guy like Sam Greenwood, if you're folding these hands.
0: Um, the thing is, it's the cutoff. That's the part Well, this goes back to like, what's the opening range. Yeah. Right. And in the cutoff, you're opening a bunch. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're opening something like twenty-five percent, thirty percent, probably closer to twenty-five percent, um, ten nine of clubs probably is gonna make it into the I have to call range. Mm-hmm. So especially with, when you're in position. So I'm gonna ultimately agree with some of these hands. I don't know if I agree with all of them. And I think it, then I might make an exploitative fold if I feel like Sam isn't three betting a lot from this spot. If I feel like he sure. is, I'm gonna fold less, you know.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean it's just like we just wanna be deeper, man. It's but we're pretty deep. It's hard to find a deeper spot. When he
0: makes it th- when he makes it uh 10 total blinds we're not that deep anymore Okay
1: well the tournament is There's is,
0: 22 blinds in there already.
1: Every tournament is a series of finite opportunities versus a cash game and this is an opportunity with a relatively deep stack against you who is the chip leader where you can really make a big impact in this hand and speculative hands are okay for that in my opinion. I think it's like a good time to be doing this. I mean
0: you're the chip leader you're not up against the chip leader yeah, in this case yeah, that's what I said. Oh, Okay. Um I
1: think the fact that we're the chip leader gives us a
0: lot more room to make a call like this and be speculative. I mean, if we had exactly 60 blinds, would you feel the same instead of 110?
1: I think uh, I would still call. I I don't feel as strongly that it's a must call, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I would. Mm -hmm. I think
0: I would call partially for the metagame implications too um, as a big stack specifically, which is like, yeah, don't try and blow me around table. Like, see that I don't just fold your three bets and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to throw away my my hands all the time, kind of a thing. I think yeah. There's some value in that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We don't, we don't have many hands we want to four bet here based on our previous conversation, too. It's interesting. Like We were talking about like how we ultimately would conclude to flat ace-king a lot of the time. I mean, I think we're probably, because the stack-to-pot
0: ratio stuff, we might flat all of our... Yeah, we hands. might have to flat aces then, too. Um. although when sam th- raises out of the big blind it's pretty strong we might decide to just like let's get it in against queens right now before the board before he folds i mean just comes. like
1: be completely unbalanced and just have aces and kings in the four but no range.
0: no we could have a bluff or two
1: also yeah um but we could just flat everything which i
0: kind of like with this stack to pot actually because when sam bets the flop we could raise right there and it's not crazy to get it all in pretty quickly on yeah. the flop right yeah anyway sue calls the Sue of clubs. calls Having said all that, I think it's probably perfectly fine to call. I think here. it's <laughs> I think it's
1: mandatory. Yeah. personally, maybe you don't think it's mandatory. I yet. don't.
0: I really don't. But I think it's fine, and all I pro- right. I probably would too. I think I would.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Greenwood's got aces. Who's got nine an ten of clubs? And you've got nitrogen in your ears, people. Yeah, that's the new name of our podcast, Nitrogen in Your Ears. It's about elements and yeah.
0: the auditory of them. I it's mean, very there prob- exciting. There
1: probably is nitrogen in everybody's ears. Right? You know what? That's a great point. Graham. So I'm a scientist now, and you could also gain a doctorate by playing on nitrogen sports poker. Scientists room.
0: don't have doctorates. That's doctors.
1: Well, scientist doctor. You know, I'm, I'm a man of many hats. I have I've
0: I've lo- seen you wear one hat only, basically your entire life. I have. You're wearing of, it right now.
1: I. You saw me wear a blazer's hat.
0: Yeah, but you didn't feel. You didn't look comfortable. It didn't look good on you. It was rough.
1: I mean. I look good all the time. Anyway, you look good all the time if you play in nitrogen. There it is. There's actual evidence of that scientifically. Oh,
0: yeah. No, they've proven it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not true, but it's something I can say if I want to. Why do you got to undermine... Okay, because I don't want to get sued by somebody who's like I want to. Who's, wanna, gonna, who's wanna, got the balls get, to sue us? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Well, Phil Helmuth almost. Uh, maybe that was
0: a long time ago. it yeah. was just empty threats. Yeah, I don't think he actually was going to. There's do no it. way he was going to sue us.
1: Anyway, if you don't want us to sue <laughs> you, you should use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. And trust me, we are litigious. And even though we won't win, it doesn't matter. We'll make your life a living hell. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, so we're use that use that link. Burn up
0: your bank account and lawyer fees, buddy. Yeah,
1: we're like we're like one of those big corporations exactly. that like knows they're wrong but
0: doesn't matter cuz they just throw money at we it. We know we're going to lose but can you afford to make it to court? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Where you gotta, we'll see you 10 years, suckers. You're going to get a pro bono from Dershowitz over there? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think not. so. Probably not. That guy charges a lot. Yeah. He's the only one who could beat him. Johnny up.
0: Cochran's dead. So. Yeah.
1: So good luck finding a
0: lawyer. A lawyer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway,
1: nitrogen sports poker room every month has a tournament that is a poker guys, listeners, and viewers only tournament. You have to use a link to sign up to see the tournament. It is a guarantee of a thousand buy-ins. We've never gotten more than, I don't know, 80 people something like that something like 80. i don't know either anymore and uh it's not very expensive so it's it's super cheap these days it's like a
0: dollar to play yeah um based on the price of bitcoin of course because the bitcoin only
1: poker room and uh it's great because they guarantee all that money yep anyway get on nitrogen get you some poker you I guys want you, know, you guys want to know something it's kind of like a poker guy's secret right now oh i'm gonna tell him oh jonathan's kind of showing a lot of leg right now <laughs> we're sitting in my house and he's like, just like sitting in a way that's just too much, too much. It's just the shorts I'm
0: wearing. Like, you know, when I put my (laughs) legs up, they just sort of, they're they're athletic shorts. So they're, you know, they're not stiff.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that much leg. So I just want to let everybody know that I'm slightly uncomfortable (laughs) and you should also feel that way. (laughs) I won't be body shamed. (laughs) Wow. It just has to be like that, huh? Mm -hmm. You have to go straight to I'm body shaming you. You always go there. Always <laughs> on this podcast, yeah. I bring up the body shaming every time. Anyway, <sighs> good times. All right, back to the Sam Greenwood hand. All right, so Greenwood feeling great, getting called when he has aces against the nine ten of clubs. Greenwood the effective stack with thirteen and a half million remaining. There's five point three million in the pot. Sue is in position with nine ten of clubs. Yes. The po- uh, once again, I failed and I did not the, the turn right down the flop, but it is queen jack four. Yeah, queen of diamonds. Jack of diamonds, four of clubs. Does Sam have the ace of diamonds? He does not. He does not. He has hearts and clubs. Okay. This is not an ideal flop for aces, obviously. I mean, it's fine. I mean, if it came with a 10, it would be horrendous. We would hate it if
0: it came with a 10. But, I mean, we're losing to queens. We're losing to jacks. We're losing to queen jack suited. That's it,
1: right? What's the big deal? Yeah. He's in a pocket fours, Maybe pocket fours. Yeah. If, if he's there with pocket fours. That's fine. Yeah. And, you know, we're happy to get it in against a combo draw. I mean, not happy to, but...
0: We're happy to get it in, is yeah. the point. Like, we're not folding this hand on the flop no matter what Sue does, right?
1: Yeah, we just really don't we're want never, to have one folding. of the three combos of, of Queen-Jack suited.
0: That's okay. Uh, we'd rather be up against Queen-Jack suited than Queens or Jacks, bro. That's... You know what? That's why you're a poker guy. That's exactly why I'm a poker guy. I don't,
1: I don't understand why you'd rather... Because, I mean, like, two pair sounds pretty good
0: yeah i I know it does i don't get it i understand Um, but please let's continue all right
1: but should greenwood bet this flop yes how much should he bet um i think
0: this is a relatively wet board i actually want to size it uh okay there's 5.4 million in the pot um i think he should bet something like i know how much he does bet so i'm aware of that even as i'm doing this but i would bet more than he bet um i would size it to like two point
1: 6 million something yeah. like that. I was thinking somewhere between 2.5 and 3 like Yeah. Like, a, like I want I want the draws to raise now so we can just shove. I mean like getting raised sucks on this board, but I think we kind of have to shove if we get raised. I mean, we aren't folding. We yeah. can decide to just
0: call if we really want to. We can, but we're certainly never folding, but we're out of position so it's probably just better to shove it. Yeah. Anyway, honestly if he raises, he's probably committed anyway once we with this, you know, like he's going with it anyway, so we just shove. It's all the same.
1: Yeah. All right, so Greenwood bets a little smaller, though. He bets 1.8 million. Maybe he thinks he can induce on this board more frequently by betting 1.8. I mean,
0: while we're talking about all the draws and stuff, there aren't really that many draws that really exist, right? There's gut shots, but there's not too many, like, open-enders. I mean, there's there's some diamonds, of course, but not too many diamonds either, really, right? Like, what diamonds are there, really, that Sue has? He's got ace-10 of diamonds and ace-king of diamonds. Yeah, that's it. Okay, two combos there and open enders, king, king ten, ten of, suited, king suited. and I, as it turns out, we can have ten, ten, ten nine suited, and that's it, right? Yeah. So there's not too many combos of like big draws that are issues anyway.
1: Yeah, there's I mean, some. Obviously, there are draws, but there right. aren't too many. I mean, mo- this isn't necessarily equity denial or anything. Like mostly, what we want to do is make sure we get called by all queens and all jacks. Yeah. Right. So is there a size you think where Sue would fold a jack? I don't think our sizing would get a jack to fold on the flop. All right. So I think that's a good argument for sizing it up a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want a jack to fold. I don't believe Sue's going to fold a pair on the flop. You like, don't think he's, he's going to fold two sevens? I think if he's got two nines, he's going to call. I disagree.
0: He's I mean, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't
1: know anything about Sue, but I would fold. Um, I think he would call once. Well, you, you would call
0: with nines? Yeah, I'd call once. I'm in position. I bet if he checks to me, I'd fold if he bets again unless I uh, pretty much have to hit a nine to want to continue. But
1: I guess maybe I'd call if he'd bet $1.8 million is, which is what he 1.8 does. $1.8 I
0: don't see how I could fold two nights.
1: I guess it's just like real shitty. Well, you know, we're hoping he doesn't
0: put any more money in after that and checks, Yeah, but he's going to do sometimes. What hands is he going to do that with? Ace-king.
1: Mm, he I might mean, just
0: he might just decide i don't need to go broke right now i guess he might because like we also are going to call with all our queens right like we're calling with a bunch of other hands that we're going to keep calling with nines is one of the hands we're going to call with and then fold on the turn that's all there aren't too many of those but i think like the pocket pairs are really good candidates
1: all right i don't like it but whatever it doesn't okay. matter sue has nine ten he's got an open ender yeah greenwood bets 1.8 obviously we razor called um
0: Sam bet's one point eight leaving him now with uh like 11 million back,
1: something like I feel like he had more than that. he started with 13 point five before he bet one point eight okay
0: so eleven point seven million yep. back um, it's not unreasonable to raise right now um, just to get him off of hands like ace King. We can fold out ace King I think we, we can would successfully
1: f- we block f- nines and tens so we don't really expect him to have those hands very often right um if he can have other things, anything he
0: folds is good. We have 10 high. Yeah. Like we would love him to fold. Yeah. At the same point, we can also take a card off. He bets so small. We're often going to fold equity on the turn, depending on how he decides. He could size it big on the turn. We won't have fold that group. Yeah. Will suck. Um, but sometimes he's just going to give up on the turn and we get to win with 10 high and not have to like do a big risky thing. Yeah, I mean, the, it's reasonable to raise or call. I think I
1: think I think it is, too. It just sucks when you call here and then the turns like a four like pairing the board and, and Sam bets too big for you to not yeah. do anything. That just kind of sucks.
0: I mean, yeah, like there's there's going to be like 8 million in the pot. Sam very reasonably could just move in on the turn or commit himself on the turn, and we're just going to be forced to throw our hand
1: away, which, which sucks when we flop this well. Yeah. Um, but, you know. I mean, ultimately, I think it comes down to how wide has Sam Greenwood been three betting to our knowledge. And right. if we've seen him taking the ace three suiteds out of the big blind and three betting those types of hands – then, then we should raise mandatory raise. I agree. Cause we don't have any showdown value. But if, if he hasn't been three betting
0: much, especially in this type of situation, yeah. I think this is, I think it's fine to play it as a call in position, especially where he's going to check a lot of turns.
1: Yeah. And as we always say on this podcast, it's a lot easier to rep stuff later. If you call now, like if Sam somehow has some sort of hero call type hand, like ace, Jack, we don't want him to decide like, Oh, you don't have enough combos of value on the flop. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause like he wouldn't raise a queen Right. And it's queen, jack, which I block.
0: Yeah. Queens and jacks, which I block jacks. Everything else is a draw. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm Sam Greenwood. Fuck you. Yeah, Yeah. basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think practically from a, like, what is easier to do standpoint, if Greenwood's been wide, raising makes a lot of sense. But from a perspective of, like, does the story really work enough? Maybe it's not good to raise. Because you don't have that many combos of value. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good reason to just call. Yeah. And that's what he does. Su- it's so cheap too. Su- I kinda I kinda yeah. like that too. Like, why make it expensive? It's
1: cheap. Sue does just call. Cool. Let's just try and get there. Pot's nine million now. Yeah. Sect the Zach to pot. The turn is the Jack of Spades, which is an interesting card. Because now there are two jacks on board. Yeah. Queen Jack Jack four. Uh there are two diamonds. Mm-hmm. Queen and Jack of Diamonds. That's the only suitedness. So. This is a weird and crappy spot for Greenwood all of a sudden.
0: I mean, there are worse cards than the jack of spades, Okay, but it's a queen, not a great card. A
1: queen or a king of diamonds is probably worse, but yeah. Yeah, for
0: sure. A king of diamonds is a pretty
1: bad card. King of diamonds would be a very bad card. Nine of diamonds pretty bad card. Yeah. But a queen or a jack are pretty bad cards. Yeah, we don't love it. Yeah. Like it's one of the one of the worst cards in king the King ain't great, any king ain't great yeah. really. But anyway, yeah. Any 10 king mm-hmm. nine yeah those are all kind of scary but this is this
0: is bad okay it's bad but let's let's take a breath here too it isn't as bad as it may seem on first blush right how many jacks does sue reasonably have he called a two and a half million he called two million more three bet when we only had 60 blinds he doesn't have that many jacks in his range he has a few i think they're he all has suited king jack ace jack and jack 10 suited. right yep. and queen jack
1: and queen jack, yeah.
0: But there are, but we got two aces in our hand. There aren't that many combos. There's one combo of ace jack. You know, there's what three combos of of king jack. Two and combos. Oh, cause another jack here. Right, two combos of king jack. Two combos of jack ten. Yeah, and two combos of queen jack. That's just not very many jacks. So that's that makes it better. One combo of, of quads. Yeah, that's just there's it, just not that much compared to all the. Well, there aren't that many diamonds, actually, we said. Nope. But still, there's some of the straight... All the straight draws are still there. There's four king-ten suiteds. I guess there's four ten-nine suiteds. You know there's t- four ten-nine suiteds, okay. and you agree with ten-nine suited being there. Yeah. So I don't know why
1: you're talking like that.
0: I, just don't, I don't know what everyone's doing. I'm yeah. sure he's calling with t- king-ten suited pre. It's just um, your inflection made it sound like you thought it was horrible that ten-nine oh, suited. Oh, no, was I didn't it. mean it that way at all. Okay. Um, and then there's two diamonds. So there's like ten draws that are obvious you know, the two obvious diamond draws. Yeah. Um. There's like 10 combos of jacks that he can have too, right? Is that what we said? Two, four, five. Oh, it's less than that. Yeah. Six, seven. There's seven combos where he can actually have a jack in his hand. Um, plus eight if you're doing, oh, no, it's 10 total with queen, jack, but, and But yeah, But yeah, so
1: how many combos of... It's like 10 and 10. So we have to weigh that against how many combos of a queen he can have too, because we really want him to have a queen. Well, he has um, all the
0: Ace-Queens, which is what? Two times three. Six combos of Ace-Queen. He He has the King-Queen Suiteds, which there's three combos of. That's nine. That's probably it. That's probably it. Yeah. Okay. Those are our ultimate hands we want him to have the most. So we want him to have those hands to get value to those hands, and we want to not give all the draws um, a free shot at it, basically. So you think betting is good? I like betting. Betting and never folding? Can't fold this hand.
1: Yeah. We just, I mean, look at the hands we just laid out, right? Yeah. Like... It's a scary spot. It's a bit of a scary spot. hmm Greenwood uh, decides he is going to bet. He bets $3.5 into the $9 million chip pot. He's got $7.8 million back. So what do, you, what do you like doing as Sue? I mean... I
0: originally, when I saw this hand... Or, like, read right about this hand. I thought Greenwood had a lot more back. I thought Greenwood had 13 million when he bet three on the turn. Because Sue. Okay, I'm just going to spoil what Sue does and then we can talk about what we think about it. Yeah, yeah he moves in. So Sue moves in, um, which I thought was totally good and reasonable. If Sam only has seven back, I don't like it nearly as much. Eight, more like eight, seven Okay, 8. I really don't like it nearly as much still. Sam's put in like 40% of his stack. He can be bluffing. He's Sam Greenwood. He can absolutely be bu- bluffing. And we, but. Uh, it's not great i'm not a huge i don't think i like this i don't i I think i like folding the board just paired i think i like a fold what do you think like sam would sam bet ace king again after he gets called on the flop and the jack pairs i don't know that he would he might not and like he might have a lot of give ups when the jack pairs
1: but does he have ace three suited he might see that's like if he has those hands he's not giving up probably Probably, but he also knows that it's not a good story. So maybe he
0: is giving up against a guy like Sue. So he only has more accomplished over pairs. He maybe he has not very many bluffs is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's zero bluffs, but I, but I don't know that he has all his bluffs. I'm saying he probably has just a few to like balance his over pairs.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's Greenwood, so he's going to be pretty balanced probably. I mean, but Sam definitely would bet Queens here. Queens full. You think so? I yeah. absolutely think so. I think he probably would too. And kings are a real problem for Sue, if Sam has kings. Yes. now we only have four outs against that hand. Real problem. Huge problem. Yeah. Aces, at least we still have eight outs, which is nice. But so I guess, yeah, Sue moving in is like, feels standard in a way, because it's just like, well, yeah, I'm the guy with jacks in my range, and I'm supposed to rub this hand. Right. You're supposed to fold over pairs sometimes. Right. But... That's not what happens. I don't
0: believe Sam would even consider folding kings or aces here if Sue were to move in and Sue does move in and Sue, Sam does have aces. But like, I don't think if Sam had either one of those hands, he would in any reasonable way, he might think for a minute just to make sure it's the main event, but I don't believe he'd ever actually consider folding.
1: Well, what I think I do like about Sue's play is if Sam has something marginal or has a bluff, mm-hmm. I guess if he has a bluff, it doesn't matter that much, but like, This is now a better story than moving in on the flop or effectively moving in on the flop. It's a stronger story. That's true. You have a lot more combos of value that make sense. Yeah. Sam's not going
0: to fold ace-queen either, by the way. Sam does have ace-queen here, which he can have. I believe Sam can have ace-queen. So that's problematic too.
1: I don't know. What do you think? you think Greenwood maybe considers folding if he has a diamond in his hand? Especially if it's aces with the ace of diamonds.
0: Hmm, that's an interesting question. Well, since there's only two combos we'd be knocking out, I don't know if it's enough to really consider yeah. folding. Um, he might, he'd probably think about it a little longer, but I think he'd still put the chips in is my strong guess. Yeah. Um, I, now, now that I think about Sam's stack size, I actually like a raise on the flop way better than a raise on the turn.
1: It's just not a good story when you raise the flop. It's though. not
0: nearly a, as good a story. You're praying he just has ace high. Yeah. But, but also you get now um, two streets of equity, of drawing equity instead of one. Like, Sue's getting in in now we're pretty sure he's going to get called by aces. He's going to have 20%, less than 20%, right? Um, As opposed to if he gets it on the flop, he's got like almost a 33% equity. And the story isn't as good, but he's got more actual fold equity. Sam is like too strong here, I think, to get a fold too much of the time. Like, I don't think we're getting a fold nearly enough when Sam bets 3 million on the turn. Maybe not. I think with 7 million, 8 million back.
1: I think a lot of players in the main event would fold aces here in this exact spot. That is a good
0: point. That's a really, really good point. Sam is not one of those guys. No. But Sue knows who Sam is. Yeah. So, but otherwise, that's a really good point. Against a lot of players, you might be able to get away with this. Yeah. I think so. And they're going to call on the flop if you raise. I think. Probably, because the
1: story is the story is much stronger on the turn. Yeah, no question. So maybe this is a really good play against the majority of the field, but Sam Greenwood's not the guy to target with it, unless of course he has a lot of bluffs. I mean, let me ask
0: you a question. Let's say you're Sue and you've got King Jack. Sam yeah. just three bets you out of the big blind to two and a half million you call. Flop is K- queen, jack, four, you call the flop. Turns another jack, Sam bets again. He's got eight million back. Are you moving him in on the turn with king, jack, or are you just calling?
1: I think I'm probably moving him in.
0: Yeah, because of the diamonds? Yeah. So you're doing it to fold out diamonds or because the diamonds make it look like you can fold have a Fold out draw? diamonds
1: and sometimes get called by
0: yeah. over pairs. hear it a little more.
1: Yeah. Like, we don't block ace, queen with king, jack. We block kings, but we don't block aces. Mm-hmm. Those are hands we want to call with sam's the kind of guy who will triple barrel we've seen him
0: do it big time triple barrel like yeah he's setting up what looks like a shove on the river we're really not going to let him do it we're going to take that we're going to take the, the take away his opportunity i don't know i, I, could, I see an argument us? for
1: calling with the jack but i could also definitely see like most people moving in yeah i think
0: especially being in position i like a call with a jack more than a move-in but i certainly understand the argument for moving in. it's not crazy it seems fine but to you can't in. just call with 910 here nope you absolutely cannot call with 9-10. Yeah. That would be bad. That'd be real bad. It's it's shove or fold. I just think shove is probably not good enough against a guy like Sam, who's you, not gonna fold his own. You overbears. might be right
1: that Sam is the wrong guy for this, yeah. but it might be an overall good play in the main event. I think that is probably
0: true. I would be really unhappy if this happened to me and I had aces. I think I would I think if I bet the turn I would find a call. Like I would be like, if I was gonna fold to a shove, I should have checked. You know what I mean? Like keep the guy's bluffs a little more alive. Well, keep his range wider? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it depends on who it is like, but against a guy like Sue specifically, who's like got a cajillion chips and is clearly like very aggressive. Like I'm not folding. Let's on take a second and cares. think about
1: this greenwood line here. Yeah. I'm starting to think if we're like, if we're happy or not happy, but at least content to get it in on the turn in one way or the other with aces here, should he move in? Should he check raise? Oh, because like, is that better than betting? He's trying to be able to get um, all the money in
0: against a queen. I think maybe he's afraid he's going to lose the queen if he check raises. That's that's the one problem
1: with it, right? Like it's a queen's probably checking back, and you can pretty comfortably put. Oh, your that's an interesting point. Queen. He has
0: ace queen. Maybe you're getting it in either way, or like maybe it doesn't matter Again, if he if he's got like king queen suited. Yeah, a queen is probably I would check back queen king yeah. queen suited for sure. I'd be like thrilled to check it back, right? Yeah, hoping a ten doesn't a ten or an ace doesn't come on the river, basically.
1: Right. So if we check, we and he doesn't check back then he's got the the combos of Jackson. he's got the draws and that's a range that we're supposed to be happy to get it in against i suppose is sam Mm -hmm. greenwood in this spot and check shoving is a way to charge the draws the maximum sometimes even fold them out which is fine because sue has to bet this card with his draws right yeah
0: i think he does now sue might bet enough that he's not going to fold that's not so bad, right? Yeah. We're happy to get it in in the spot. Like, Sam should be thrilled to get it in against this hand. This is, like, one of the better hands to get in Oh, it yeah. Again. This is great. I mean, I guess king-queen is even better, of course. King-10 is better. Um, King-10 is better. King-queen is better. Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. But, but of the, but of you know, it's not diamonds. We don't block yeah. any of that and whatever. This is less outs than diamonds. Um, check-raise is a pretty good idea. Sue might bet enough that we get all in, but that's okay. And if he doesn't, it's fine if he folds. Yeah. Also. If he goes check, check, we would hope that he has a queen and we can get value sometime.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think we're getting all of the money in against a queen most of the time anyway. Is the problem that, though, if we check and he checks it
0: back, we may not be able to get that much value against a queen if, like, there's a lot of cards that are going to scare a queen. Like, there are diamonds. There are kings and aces. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: I mean, Sam's just going to bet anyway, I guess, when those things happen, and Sue's going to have to make a decision. I mean, Sam also wants to deny equity... And but you're trying to deny equity by check raising. I get that, but and I guess if he checks back, we just feel like like you're saying he just is going to bet his draws. So what's the problem? He's going
1: to bet his draws. He's going to bet his jacks. He's going to check his queens. Yeah.
0: And by the way, if he has an underpair to the board like nines, he's probably going to bet that. Oh yeah, and that's great. And we're going to get more value, right? Because if we if we bet, he's going to fold. Yeah, that's a great point. Okay, now I'm completely on board. I like that. Greenwood fucked it up. Greenwood messed up the end. Breakdown over.
1: We're better than him. He's anyway. going to be the
0: new poker guy after you die. Did I tell you that already? Yeah, any? I heard about that. He's going he's gonna to be very excited to join. We've already talked to Sam about this. Sam is thrilled. Can't wait. It's coming in October of this year. Sam will be the new poker guy after Grant's dead, everyone. Yeah,
1: but it's okay. I'll be in San Junipero. It'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What me. percentage
0: of the audience got that joke? I'm
1: going to go with 20.
0: I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go with 27. Okay. You guys, are, you guys are a woke crowd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, how are we doing on time here? Do we have time to do the other
1: hand now? We have time to do whatever the fuck we want. We we can make this podcast five hours long. There's nobody nobody would give a shit. Daddy nitrogen would still pay the bills, baby.
0: How long has this podcast been?
1: (laughs) 42 minutes. Yeah.
0: So we could stop or we could do the queen. We're
1: going to do the other hand.
0: We are. Okay. Yeah.
1: But we haven't finished this hand yet. Okay. Because what happens is Sam tanks for a while, but he knows he's going to call. He tanks into a pay jump. Yeah. 30k pay jump. Then he calls. And then a king hits the river and Sam Greenwood's out of the tournament. Instead of being the chip leader with 45 left. And a complete fucking monster that is going to destroy the main event. Probably. Um,
0: yeah, he'd yeah. very likely be at the final table and probably, and be by far the most likely guy to win after this pot if, if yeah. an, a king or an eight doesn't show up.
1: At the moment that he got it in on the turn, Sam Greenwood was the favorite to win the main event. That's correct. For sure.
0: That's correct. Yeah. No question. But like instead... A, even, even like a significant favorite over the next highest person, yeah. right? which probably would be Sue. Right, the twenty percent of the time Sam doesn't win the pot, Sue has all the chips, and it's like, okay, I guess Sue is, you know, yeah, like, wow, yeah. But instead, he goes home.
1: That's how Sam Greenwood got busted from the main event. This is how they get us. As I was mentioning uh, earlier on in the podcast, this this year's main event had like a lot of really good players make deep runs. I feel like we got more than our normal share of like really high quality no limit tournament players making deep runs. Oh yeah, so that was cool. It was really cool. Anyway. That's that hand. Let's talk about another hand that has Twitter aflame. It has
0: it is actually, I believe it is the most talked about hand. You were saying most talked about. I think that I think this is the actual most
1: talked it about hand. It might be, yeah. Uh, and this one was actually suggested by Ken Chia. Um there, you know, there's not really much to talk about in the hand, but it's something that we should talk about because it's interesting. Apparently Jonathan was saying Doug Polk made, it, made a video of it where he's just doesn't do any analysis. He just says don't do this. Right? Like, that's pretty yes. funny. It's a pretty good job by Doug.
0: That is exactly right. Yeah. Um, um, so let's do it. I, I actually am concerned now that I've thought more about it. We may actually get... Oh, well, who cares? This, this goes as long as it goes. Let's do this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. People can
1: stop listening to the podcast whenever they want. Cool. As long as Daddy Nitrogen pays the bills, I don't care. Okay. So you, you don't
0: have any of this stuff. I have
1: it, right? You got it all. Okay. Let's so see if you can handle it.
0: I, you know I'm not going to do a good job of this. So there's six left in the World Series of Poker main event... We're at the final table. (laughs) Okay. Do we have to do another nitrogen ad because there's a second hand? Everything's good. We don't have to do anything. Cool. Cool. Um, Livingston is under the gun. That's, you know, it's okay. We're six-handed. It's not really. What's Livingston's first name? It's Alex Livingston. So he's under the gun. He starts the hand with 50 million chips. The blinds are 600K, 1.2 million. So he's got 42 blinds. Yeah. Okay. He has pocket queens, two black queens. He raises to 2.8 million. So far, I love how he's playing the hand. Yep. Ensign folds the uh, the cutoffs. Uh, Dario San Martino is on the button with two eighths. He starts the hand with 29 million. He calls. This is part of the Dario playbook. Yeah. Um, which is don't play high-variant spots without big hands, basically.
1: Right. And I think I kind of love the way Dario's been playing the final table, actually, yeah. where he's, in, as, as you guys know, but I'll reiterate, we are between days two and three of the final table as we record this, so we don't know who wins or anything. We just are at the final three. And the way Dario's been playing has been like, I'm the best player at this table. I am not going to put in 27 blinds with two eights here even though a lot of people would because right. like there's no need for me to do that in this structure i'm way too I good i can to pick do my spots i don't want to just have a high variance situation
0: i'll say this too so when this hand starts he has 29 million coming into uh the final three now he's got something like 60 million yeah and he is the short stack and all but i don't remember any big pots that he's won the entire final table and yet he's doubled well, his stack
1: he doubled up against nsan with ace jack against tens
0: oh right that's yeah. how he got to 60 million oh that's, that's th- how
1: he got to 44 million okay and
0: then so, he but he, then he just won a bunch yeah, of like yeah. small pots and he's He's just,
1: he's just playing low variance and like yeah. figuring the spots out better than his opponents are because he's better than them. Now
0: he's finally going to start to play high variance, I think, as we come to the final three. He's got 25 blinds. The other two guys are rich yeah. in chips. Okay. So Dario calls, though, coming back to us with two eights on the button. And it folds to Gary Gates in the big blind. He has two black tens. Gary, who somehow went out fourth. Yep. He has 170 million chips at this point. Just a little behind uh, chip leader Ensign. He has two tens and he decides to raise. And he makes it thirteen point three million, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, it seems reasonable. We are six-handed. He's got two tens.
1: He's squeezing. It's perfect. Let's win this. Let's we'll talk about this Gary Gates squeeze though. Yeah, because this is a spot where, like in tournaments, you can have different plans for different potential outcomes. Mm-hmm. This feels like a spot. Maybe if Livingston ships, you fold. If Dario ships, you call. I think
0: that's right. Dario almost never has a huge hand.
1: Also, it's a lot fewer chips.
0: Well, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, But also, Dario likely doesn't have a huge hand that often. Um, So it seems like the right plan. Livingston's stack is just a little too big to go with two tens here. My question is more for Gary Gates about not not so much two tens. If Livingston then decides to put in all 50 million, what are we doing with, like, ace-king?
1: Well, that's the Tony Miles question from last year, right?
0: It is actually. It's the same spot, except it's not for our life. No, like, we're, we're actually going to. I guess we're calling. I guess we're calling anyway. You'd still have hundred blinds. Yeah, you're just like whatever.
1: Ace King is better call off than two tens. Of course
0: so. it is. Yeah, of course it is, um, because of course you block aces and kings, and yeah. you're flipping against all the big pairs instead of yeah. tens, which can be, which is usually either flipping or crushed. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So what happens next? You know, took everyone by surprise.
1: It was. Not only that it happened, but it happened relatively quickly.
0: He took about a minute and folded.
1: Alex Livingston folds two queens in this spot. Okay. All right. So obviously everybody's reaction is, what the hell? Um, Yes. Livingston's defense of it is that he feels like he understands the spots really well, and it was an ICM-based fold. Right. He no. actually said,
0: here's the quote, um, which okay. he said to Poker News Just because I ran into tens doesn't mean it was a bad fold. I put him on a range that consisted of tens plus and ace king for the most part. Interesting for the most part. And with ICM considerations, I di- really didn't like getting in and in that spot. I also wanted to, I also feel like I'm a pretty strong post flop player and I wanted to preserve some flexibility with my stack. Now, the, I feel like I can poke one quick hole in that comment, which is if you think you're a strong post flop player, why are we folding two queens we are we don't we're not forced to sh- to ship it right we can call and play in position post flop yeah. if you think you're good that with with like the third the, best hand in poker
1: i mean calling seems like the second best option right. which is significantly better than the third best option which is folding right scott siever actually took to twitter i saw and he had a really good point about this and other hands where people have been playing conservatively mm-hmm. that what fitzgerald is is that his last name? Livingston. Livingston. Why did I call him Fitzgerald? I don't know. What Livingston is not thinking about when he's talking about ICM is that this is one of the biggest reverse yes. ICM spots in the history of poker. That's exactly right. With ten million up top, six million for second, that four million gap alone makes it hugely reverse ICM. And you want to accumulate chips. Like right. chip accumulation is hugely important here. It's like, not really about the like five hundred k pay jump that was right. Next. I mean, of
0: course, this is still a lot of money to everybody. Right. But the amount of money that the potential riches that you can win is like. Like instead of having like enough money that so Livingston can be like, all right, I'm good for a while here. Like he can be like, I'm good forever. Yeah. Like I want ten million dollars, even six million dollars. Like that's enough. You can actually set yourself up. You're just done if right. you if you do it right. Um, but one point eight, like you can you can set yourself up and live pretty shitty, I guess, for one point eight for the rest of your life. Or like you still have to like you know go to work every day. You know those are yeah. your options. Um, it's different. Like so, I I think it's a great point by Scott Siever. The other things, of course, that really matter here are that you only have 41 blinds and you're six-handed and a squeeze just happened from the big stack. And we've got the third best hand in poker.
1: Yeah. And, and there's a lot of money in the pot now. Right. <laughs> there's 20 like, million in the pot. We can't be afraid of getting called by a flip. 22. We can't be afraid of getting called by a flip. We have to accept that with the reverse ICM here. Yeah. We of course, prefer to get called by jacks or tens. But uh, <laughs> yes, you, you know what else is great? If we shove and everybody folds, that's fine. We that. just increased our stack by, what, almost 30%? There's
0: like... We increased our stack by like 17 million. Yeah. Yes. Like it's... Yeah, 35%. Yeah. Which is incredible. Right. A huge thing to do. Um, so let's see if we can come up with reasons to fold. Now, he talked about ICM. Let's get more specific about some of the... This, this exact ICM spot a little bit, even though I agree with Siever for sure. So there's two short stacks here. Kai um, has 24 million. So he's got 20 blinds. And Dario's got 29 million. And he just put in three. But so they're both relatively short comparatively, right? Yeah. Like 20 20 and like 25 blinds, something like that. Yeah. 26. Um, Maz has also 37 million. So he's got 31 blinds. Um, No one is super short. I don't know. I don't really buy this ICM consideration point. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't mean it, but I'm saying I don't think it's necessarily a good enough argument. If someone had four blinds, yeah. And that 500K was super important to you, which you could argue it is. But actually, someone had four blinds, I'd, I'd be more inclined to call. I'd be like, are you just trying to push me out, right? Because this I guy's mean, got four blinds. I've never folded in Queens, the bro.
1: 500K <laughs> is super important to you, is not a good argument for obvious reasons, but also for mm-hmm. the reason of like, you have have 1.8 locked up. What person is it that's like, okay the difference between 1.8 and 2.3 is super important to me compared to the rest of the world right. for some reason. Right, that right. That doesn't make any I mean,
0: $500,000 is really nice, but yeah. at this point, it should be really straightforward what you're doing, and this is an opportunity to either pick up 22 million chips that are in the pot or to get the double against Ace King or Jacks or something like that. Maybe, maybe tens. I don't know. Probably not, but maybe. Probably,
1: probably folds tens, but...
0: Um, like...
1: I mean, at least call...
0: Right. The thing is, yeah... The, it's really strange to not call here. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's really strange not to shove, right? Like, it's unbelievably standard to, to four bet shove queens in this spot when you're forty blind deep, If you're eighty blind steep, I wouldn't want you to like. You could put in a, a four bet and decide to sometimes fold to the five bet. Call most of right. the time, right? I think I would call and like. I hope this works out. Yeah, hope we don't play a huge pot unless I have a you know there's a queen on board or something, yeah. um, or he like exposes his hand and I'm ahead. That would be good too. <laughs> yeah,
1: then then we can play a big pot.
0: Calling is a little tough because you got Dario behind you and. I don't know. He's actually going to fold based on his stack size. Yeah. So I guess you don't really have to worry about that because um, no, Gates Dario, made it too much.
1: Dario doesn't really have any calls there.
0: Dario, yeah, you're right. Dario's shipping or folding. He's yeah. just folding. He doesn't believe he's going to have any fold equity either. He would not. Yeah. By the way, imagine just for a moment if Gates calls. Dario's never going to do this, but he ships, and then Gates calls again. Gates calls the ship, and then you get to reship all of it. I mean, Gates is just going to call. I guess you're going you're to win so much. It's going to be amazing. Anyway, it's never going to go that way. I'm just no. playing fantasy poker over here um so 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 there's not you just can't make a good enough case here's here's a question though is gates calling with ace king we think he is is he calling with jacks that I one's th- close i think he is but yeah. it's close i think he probably has to call with jacks when he's got as many chips as he does right I specifically mean, the
1: argument is not to fold it's to call instead of shoving if you would go a different way with the queens right
0: i would never make the argument to fold queens here yeah. I don't see how you can make that. I mean, it like is, you,
1: you could argue that a call is better because you right. might not get called by jacks,
0: right? Yeah. If you feel like you're folding out jacks and maybe sometimes ace king, but there's 22 million in the pot. Yeah, anyway, that's,
1: that's a pretty strong counter argument. Increase stack by 35. You
0: only have at this point, 47 million. You're, I mean, you're increasing your stack by more than what we were even saying. Cause it's 22 into 47. Oh, yeah. It's almost 50%. I mean, come on. We're going to have 70 million. If we, uh, if we shove here a lot of the time, sometimes we're going to get called and have over hundred million. Sometimes we're going to be out. The other, there's another problem with this, too, which actually I think we even saw play out a little bit later on in the, in the night, which is this, it isn't like it's your friendly neighborhood poker tournament and you fold and no one knows that you folded queens. 30 minutes later, everyone in the arena, including all the players, know you folded queens in this spot. Yep. That's a real problem, and we
1: saw Ensign really
0: push hard. Oh Yeah,
1: right after that, Ensign, and on the day two, Ensign was attacking all of Livingston's stuff.
0: I mean, he check-raised Livingston with, with, was it when he had 9-4? No, it was 9-8. Um, yeah, nine
1: nine it was 9-8. Oh, 9-4 was against Gary Gates. Yeah. yeah. It was
0: 9-8 on a jack-eight, like, four board. Yeah. And Livingston had ace-jack. So Ensign check-raised with middle pair. And uh,
1: Livingston just Livingston called. called. We thought it was actually a pretty clear move in the spot based on the stacks.
0: Right. But, and then a queen came on the turn. Ensign bet small, yeah. blocking and hoping it works out, basically. And it did. And, uh, and he got the fold, and that was it. But like, it's like, geez, like you're afraid. And, and when Ensign knows you're afraid, you're in trouble yeah. because Ensign is not going to stop pushing. By the way, if, if Sam Martino gets chips and knows you're afraid, you're in trouble also. Those yep. two guys are going to really make your life hell. Guess who's left with Livingston at, the, at this three-handed <laughs> final table? The two guys who are most likely to make your life hell.
1: Yep. And uh, after that fold of Queens, we actually were sitting there watching it thinking like, oh, shit, Dario just got super unlucky. Dario might bust now. Cause like, oh yeah, is squeezing and Dario has eights here. He under, might go with it. He's underwrapped. He might go with it and bust now because Livingston folded queens.
0: But Dario is not doing that. No, Dario's playing low low, low, low variance.
1: He just folds the eights. It's
0: like, all right, next time we'll try again. Yeah, try again later. I can do better. And indeed, he he has. He's now locked up four million dollars. Pretty nice. Yeah, I wonder if Livingston's just saying they're like, guys, say whatever you want. I've already locked up four million, and I'm I have over hundred million chips now, and yeah. I have a real chance to win this thing, That's which true. he does.
1: He's, never, he's uh,
0: the third best player.
1: He's probably n- going to hear about the Queen's hand forever unless he wins. If he yep. wins, he's not going to hear about it.
0: If he wins, no one's going to... People will bring it up, but only laughingly. And he'll say, I guess my overall strategy worked out pretty well. And we'll all be forced to say, I guess it did. Yes. <laughs> but the other thing he can do is he can cry his tears of people making fun of him for folding Queens with $100 bills. You know, he can dry yep. them pretty easily. Much like Gordon Veo did. you know where we're like jesus veil what the hell this is embarrassing and awful he's like yeah i did win like four and a half million dollars though right true like so better than all of you and he's right about that
1: he is well i'm excited to see how this thing plays out me too happy to be back to podcasting it's nice to talk to all of you again feels i feel alive